If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. It should be a song like, here we go again, you know, I feel my, myself slipping down a particular road. Memories, like the colours of my mind, misty, watered-coloured memories, the way we were. Good afternoon, evening, morning to you. This is the Manchester United Red Car celebrating Manchester United. We thought there was a rebirth, a reincarnation, a new coming, but it's the same old, same old, and we're here uh, to talk about it. Uh, myself, over in Manchester, in the rain, the dismal, cold and grey. Last week was sunny, but it's back to normal now. Here's Bobby Meekin. Good evening to you, Bobby. Good evening, Eddie. Over there, uh, we've got a man who was with us last week who made all sorts of predictions. Lewis still smiling, feeling happy with himself now, uh, is Chris Curley. How are you, Chris? Thank you, Eddie. It is a curse being right. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's also annoying for you to say it, might I add. My wife tells me that all the time. And, and, and she we, told me the same thing. Too. Shut up. You're not allowed to talk about my wife or my mum. Over there, <laughs> over there, the South London boy on his bike, uh, Moses is here, the accountant. Dave, just just go easy with us today, mate. In the words of Paul or Abdul, two steps forward and one step back. Yeah, yeah? yeah we can have songs if you like that. If you'd like to send your songs in at the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, always welcome, and you can hit us up on Twitter. Okay, so let's start then. Uh, shall we? West Bromwich Albion, uh, Tony Pulis, uh, his their manager, their coach, never been relegated, plays with a four-man, four central defenders. Uh, he's known as being rigid. We knew it was going to be tight. There weren't ever going to be many goals in it. How did it go for you, Christopher? Well... Oh, I'm in trouble now if you call me Christopher. Because I know what you're going to (laughs) say. No, well, I'm going to say that if if that's horny football, somebody send them some Viagra. Because let's be honest, before matters sending off, it was insipid, boring, sideways, slow, pedantic football that we have seen far too often this season. I kind of like only need to talk about the first 20 minutes of the game because that set the tone, really. Um, And Matter may have won the game on Wednesday night, but he cost us it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you look at coaches and their philosophy of playing and you look at Klopp and you look at the tic-a-tac of football at Barcelona and how now that's uh, been de- developed. It's possession football, David, but it's possession without any purpose. Yeah, when, when I saw the team sheet an hour before, I knew we'd lost the game. He kind of, you know, we'd given up any chance of being in the top four. Because what he keeps doing, I mean, he's had a result, really. And the irony of him... Um, spending two hundred and fifty million pounds on a on a squad, and then it's kids that have saved his job, and then we go on a run of games because he's having to play certain players in their position and not dropping them, and then he gets some players back, and then he drops Depay, and he drops Snidling, and then Snidling and, and Forster Mensa was probably two of the better players against Watford, and he changes it again, puts Garrick in the game, and you just knew, you knew, and yeah, twenty five minutes we didn't, we had our only shot on the game came after three minutes. I mean, he, should have, he shouldn't have played Rashford 
Uh, you should have played Martial through the middle and played Depay on the on the left hand side, in my opinion. Uh, people getting carried away about Rashford like, to be get to the Euros already. Well, well, no, we'll come back on that, Dave, because I don't know if I agree with you, and then it'll be interesting to find out what other people think. Because Bobby, here's the thing, you know, Rashford, uh, you know, boy, he's got to go with the enthusiasm. We talk about him like he's a child, mm. but how much younger uh, than Martial is he actually? When you know he's come up through the Manchester United school, he knows the Manchester United way. My one is it's clear to me now and, and I've been the harshest critic uh, of Memphis Depay but it's clear to me he's a confidence player you don't help confidence players by dropping them do you Robert? No absolutely I mean I know Memphis has infuriated us throughout the season but I don't think there's been any doubt that the bloke has got talent and technique his attitude has left a lot to be desired at times obviously his confidence as you say goes up and down but it seemed nonsensical when the bloke is finally showing some sort of indication of the form we bought him for, that he's suddenly on a run of form, that he, he leaves him out. He, do, he does it all the time. He, he does it all the time. He's done it with Herrera too. Team. When Herrera's I been know. playing really well, he suddenly drops him. He, 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 he doesn't work well with forward players. He doesn't know how to deal with them. And they are, he is a confidence player. And finally, over those group of games, he was playing well. And then to put, take him out of the team, when we need these points, we needed them. All these top the teams above us to give away all those points and give us a chance and then we go there mm. West Brom probably the worst team I've seen in the Premier League all year and you know I think Matter probably got himself sent off because he knew what was going to happen he thought oh, I can't be part of this I'm going to just do two stupid things and get sent off yeah I mean I mean for me you know you look at Leicester get a point and you think, oh, they're back in there. Uh, you see uh, Man City lose, Tottenham lose, and Arsenal lose. Uh, we get some points. And then you see Tottenham and Arsenal draw, and you think, hey, up, where it was closed down... It could have been two points we, off we, a third we, place. We could be back in this. And, and, and they must know it, because they read the same papers, listen to the radio, watch the telly. So why aren't they able... And why did they... OK, let, let's, let's ask you a proper question, Chris, because I've just mouthed off like a fan. That's not my job. My job is to be a conduit. Why did they not start with the intention of scoring? Because that's, that's, they didn't have any intent. There was no intent there whatsoever because you know when you're playing West Brom it's the four centre-backs and they're going to sit back and we move the ball about once again side to side so slowly um what frustrated me even when Mata got sent off was his tactical decision because suddenly Rashford then went to the right wing and I didn't quite understand why um, he decided that Marshall would then come in the centre and Rashford would then track the fullback when he started the game with Rashford straight down the middle you know once again his decision making is is well it's bizarre I mean Schneiderlin's performances and I'm still not sure about Morgan but you can't argue with his statistics of when he's in the side we win more than we lose and it's a pretty good record of the 28 games that he's played for us um, and sometimes just go with the stat play a little bit of money ball especially away from home at West Brom that's surely what Schneiderlin was bought for those kind of games win the ball quickly break and attack as Dave said, well, rightly says, you play well, you get dropped. Yeah. Van, Van Hal, um, he looks like a Manchester United manager. He talks like one. He has the aura of one. But he went to West Brom not to lose, where you've got to go there and you've got to go and bloody win. And he didn't do that with that team that he chose. But yeah, Snyder is another one that has had periods when he's played well, but then he's been dropped out of the team I don't again. think he's played more than four games straight. Yeah. The interesting thing, R- R- Rob, is that I don't think we've ever lost to West Brom in a premiership. No, that's true. 
Not not at the Hawthorns. Not at Hawthorns, no, yeah. yeah. No, not, sorry, not, 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 not at their ground, there. no. David Moyes did that a couple of times have, for us. Yeah, yeah. 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 Schneid, not, Schneidling is, uh, it is, it is infuriating again because he he's certainly not the finished article, as we all know. But I think as that sort of yeah, muscular presence in the middle of the park and he's good on the ball, particularly with the German being out of the, out of the mix presently, he's our best option. And when I saw our midfield of Carrick and Herrera, I thought that just looks weak. As a middle fit, yeah, physically as well. I thought it just didn't look. How are we going to imp- on a, a bit of? They're a bruising old team, West Brom. How are we going to impose ourselves on them with those two? I mean, it's either Herrera or Carrick. I don't think you play them together as your two most deep line midfielders. I personally would have had Herrera there with Schneidling any day. Maybe, maybe think- we're doing a bit of a disservice, Dave. If Matis gets himself sent off without you know a third of the game gone. That means that whatever plan they had gone in there with was not possible. It was not going to be possible to execute. Yeah, I mean, that plan. It, it, I agree with that. I mean, whatever plan, if he had a plan to execute, then has to be changed. Uh, there was actually games over the weekend where players had been sent off, and still teams went on and won games, like Liverpool and it, Arsenal came back to draw two-two. But we never looked like we could. I'd also say Varela as well. I don't know why he got dropped. That's another player that should have been in that team on that weekend. Um, like I said, for the first twenty-five. Five minutes before matter was sent off we, we weren't particularly great um, I think the manager's got a lot to answer for really okay. uh, and, and when it comes to the sending off we're talking about matter you know stupid really uh, silly you know he's manager never been says, sent off manager says referee should look at intent should look at the character of the player before he says yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous answer is it? it's like it's like the neighbours of Harold Shipman and like someone like that saying oh I never knew he was like that he was always a good person you know it's like that kind of thing it, isn't it it's one of my pet hating football when he, he, he's not that type of player uh, he's, I hate yeah, I hate Fred West he was that. always really good for me he used to get my paper when they didn't put it for, oh look what says they've just dug up it's like what a ridiculous thing to say and he just you know yeah, to come I, out I, I get that Jimmy Savile raised a lot of money for charity mm. I, I, I I get that. I get. I get it, mate. I shouldn't be laughing, but I, I, I do get that. But, but Bob, hold on a minute. You know, you and I used to talk about what was it? One star, two star, three star. What was the formula that Alex had at what he would play? In the Kiddies Cup, otherwise known as the League Cup, what he'd play mm. in the FA Cup, what he'd have for the Premiership, and indeed how he would focus and how he learned he had to strengthen his midfield and play one up front uh, mm. in the Champions League. Is it not possible entirely uh, that looking at the games to come, and there are some pretty tough games and important games, uh, that he picked a side where he didn't feel defensively we needed to be that strong, and he picked a side with Carrick spreading the well, ball around in order to be uh, a team that was always going to be well organised? His, his argument certainly seems to be that uh, it certainly was being reported tonight in the Manchester News as well that that there's the certain players, the Uruguayan fullback, etc., Schneidling even he's blaming tiredness, saying to the run of games they had, he rested some of the younger players. That's been the claim. Whether that's just a convenient excuse then for the after what happened, but that that's been his version of events. Personally, I think when we've just got a hint of a run of form to disrupt that team, just seemed utterly reckless, yeah. reckless and you know and, if, and it's very conservative that the people the people who came in it just yeah. he reverted to yeah. type yeah. just yeah. when we had that just as just when it was a hint so it was an accident then that he had to bring in those kids and then they played in a Manchester United yeah, it, was it was it was yeah, a total it was genius part of my policy to bring in this but you take team. it wouldn't you I mean if you're the manager you take it yeah. wouldn't you yeah it was his mismanagement of having of the squad in the first place that forced him even to having to play those kids. Of course, of course. And I yeah. think that once again, I mean, statistically, look at the stats. We've been fooled by the past two weeks. You can say that. Um, of the last eight Premier League away games, we've only won one. 
Yeah. I mean, Bournemouth, we got beat 2-1. Um, Norwich have also beaten us 2-1. Sunderland. Uh, Stoke, Southampton, Sunderland, West Brom. These teams are all middle of the table yeah, teams. They te- they're teams that you would That's be. 18 points. I think he was yeah. getting... 18 points. Yeah, he was getting away with it, wasn't he? Because he seemed like he had introduced all these young players and United has a history of bringing young players into the team. And it was like, oh yeah, we've played... Well, we you beat, want to be, we've beaten you, you Arsenal. You want to be optimistic, wow. don't you, Dave? You want yeah, to you be want optimistic. to be. And you felt like, you know, oh God, there's a bit of confidence. There's something growing here. This could be good. And then he just goes and changes it all again. Apparently, after the Arsenal game, he, he felt that we were too open. And that he doesn't like that. So he wanted to change it again. So... Did, it, was anyone, did anyone see us continuing this on and getting well, you, more points? Well, well I, li- I live in a world of hope where the glass is half full. And I think you have to. I think we all agree when we go to the end game that none of us, I I, if I'm speaking out of turn and tell me, Chris, Dave uh, and Rob, none of us want Louis van Gaal to be, or expect indeed, Louis van Gaal to be the Manchester United manager after this season, have I got? Am I yeah, speaking? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. One Torix. Okay, do you want him to be the man? Let's do it, Chris. Do you want him to be? Definitely not, Chris. Do you expect him to be? You know what? I don't know what he has to do to get sacked at the moment. I don't know how bad our form can be for him to get sacked. I think okay. it's get knocked. Do you out of want Europe him to be, Dave? Uh, no, no. Do you expect him to be? I expect him to stay there to the end of the season. Yeah. No, no. That's not a question. Past the end of the season, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. See, it's surprised. interesting because the answer is very different. What you want and what you expect. They're scared Bob, to sack him. Bob, They're do you want to him, him to be the manager after uh, this uh, season ends? Uh, no, I don't. No. Do you expect him to be the manager? Not if he doesn't get us into the top four in Europe. I, don't, well, I think it, they'd uh, find uh, that impossible uh, to justify. Well, last week we were quite. You know, when we looked at the games, the W's, you know, we had the Watford, West Brom, and very soon we'll have West Ham. I know it's in a different trophy, but we were quite confident that the games were set up in such a way that if we had even 70% of the old Manchester United, we would have yeah. a successful yeah, period. That's true. And, and, and that's, we were, let's be, let's face it now, we were lucky against Watford, weren't we, Dave? Yeah, we were lucky. And also Arsenal, I don't know what happened to them. I and mean, we gave away two really sloppy goals and nearly let them back into it as well. So it's, you know, it's not... We know that we're, we're not a good side. I mean, we got a Europa League game coming up on Thursday against Liverpool. Liverpool, Manchester United fighting out in a Europa League. How the mighty have fallen, eh? How, how long this can go on, I'm not sure. But I honestly believe the board are scared to make a decision. They don't know what to do. They don't want to be seen as a sacking club, like oh, especially on Woodward watch after getting rid of Moy so quickly I don't think he wants to do it again I don't think they want they I think have it's, no choice I think then. it's split on Mourinho and I don't think their heart's set on t- giving gigs a job they just don't know but what yeah, to I, do I think that's probably wrong when you, when you talk to Arsenal supporters and they're making a lot of noise at the minute about you know they've had four or five bad games now they're making a lot of noise and other managers are coming and going what are they talking about but what you never hear from the Arsenal supporters is who would replace Arsene Wenger and I think perhaps Bob and Chris that, that's, that's the problem with Manchester United, right? I think it's part of it. I think, you know, the things that have sneaked out of the press in the past week, so there were some stories about, you know, it was Giggs' tactical decisions against Arsenal. He spotted some things. Um, they're unsure about Mourinho came out about this weekend because he doesn't promote the youth. Though Those stories aren't there without a reason. 
in my experience. And I think yeah. what is very clear, and it's not a surprise, there's indecision at the top of the club because Woodward's still coming back from Australia trying to buy Fabregas, mm. right? That has been the problem for the last three years um, since David Gill left. Yeah. Who is in charge? Who's making the decisions? Since Ferguson left, because Ferguson was in charge of everything. So it's no surprise to me that there is this power vacuum in place at the moment, which will they'll be forced into decision Maybe by the weekend, if Liverpool beat us three 0 Anfield. Something might okay, happen. I think because if we don't, if that's our only sort of way to get to a Champions League place, yeah. the Europa, yeah. then I think he's he's a goner. But and I think every manager that is below Leicester at the end of the season should hand in their resignation anyway. <laughs> in my opinion, I think it is a ridiculous state of affairs where you spend two hundred and fifty million quid and you're so far behind Leicester and you're still in a job. But I, I do think I think you're right. I think it could be the Europa. And the FA Cup, which comes straight well, after. We've had it before. We've had it before when Leeds won it. They weren't at the fashion club. Blackburn won it. They weren't. We've had it before. Yeah, but they had they had more money than what well, this Leicester yeah. team. Well, both, but then Leeds are challenged for a little bit. Although they just come up from the old first division, and Blackburn mm. had the most was spending the most money in the league at the time. Yes, so it's less of a surprise. Still, yeah. Listen, if Leicester win the league, it's the biggest story arguably probably since ever. probably since Brian Clough won with yeah, Forest. I was going to say since Nottingham Forest, yes. Derek will be the biggest achievement. And probably bigger when you think about yeah, the odds. Against with the money of the yeah. clubs. I, I think so, and, and certainly if you go back, and I think we all know that there's a video, and and the video. So it's Thai owners. The kids go to to Thailand. They produce a video. The manager goes as a result of it. The manager's son goes as a result of it. And some of their other players. They bring in a manager who had been sacked by Chelsea before uh, with the nickname of the Tinker Man. The Walker's Chris guy, uh, whoever is, whoever he is, says that is an, if, if, my, if my memory is right, an unimaginative appointment. And then look what they're doing. Because I think if we all, it's like Brazil is everybody's second team when we're watching the World Cup. I think everybody wants less. To, I think Europe will smash them and it will be a complete embarrassment, but it will be fantastic oh, for them. To we're win. all Leicester fans now, surely. Come on. I think that would be great. It'd be great for the, as football fans, we should want Leicester to. To win yeah. it, so Actually, that the league's I'm not, competitive. I'm not on the bandwagon. I, I would prefer Spurs to win it, just because I could just look at all those Arsenal supporters. <laughs> that would just be absolutely in bits. But what would it say about us? Because 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 well, you know we're point. here to talk about Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, that is the right? point. What I'm so, making. So, so 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 if Leicester comes, we're, we're, we're under West Ham now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right? I mean, who've also got a new manager this year? Yeah, right? it's ridiculous. So they've got rid of a, 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 an absolutely fabulously functioning manager in Sam Allardyce and brought in this guy that we didn't know very much about, but we knew was a big personality he's organised them and they are above us in the premiership at, at the moment yeah. he's got to go but I, I think you three are right I think that the indecision is there I think it yep. filters down if you go to any school any organ, any big organisation that I've ever uh, been a part of seen worked with or interviewed it's from the top the top whatever is going on at the top filters that if you're organised if you're professional if you're whatever Sir Alex ran the place. He was the man, and it filtered down. There was a work ethic. It, and and it, there's a great book called um, The Score Takes Care of Itself, which is based around Bill Walsh taking over the 49ers and how he, the person answering the phone makes a difference as to the success of the club. And within two years from him taking the worst team over, they were Super Bowl champions three times in four years or something. The point is, he led the way. You need a leader at the top of any organisation, especially in yeah, sport. So, so Bilic is a leader and you can see his personality and his drive as pulling all those players through. Plus, they've got some good players. I read something in the Manchester Evening News this evening that said a senior player said to Marcus Rashford, 
Do not yeah. listen to what that manager, this manager says, because he will ruin your game. When you're hearing that kind of thing coming out of the club, that is a serious indictment of what what's going on there. And you'll also read in the evening news someone's Van Gaal saying how he told Rashford what to do in the second half to make him score two goals because Louis brings it back to himself because Louis's history is it's all about me. You trace his ancestors they wrote a book how to make fire I guarantee if you looked it <laughs> and, the, and they did a second one which was how to build a wheel. I promise you Louis Van Gaal's history is Louis Van Gaal's I think, story. I think he's lost the, lost the players to be honest. I, I, I can't I, I can see it dwindling out for the rest of the season I, I think the club could it's that similar time they pulled the they pulled the plug on Moyes didn't they when there was we were mathematically not able to get into the Champions League spot and like I said these games coming up which we're going to talk about in a second I think I think they're pivotal now because I think you could see gigs back in charge to the end of the season yeah um, well, well, we'll we've got happens. serious concerns or Rob has about whether or not uh, you know gigs is going to put himself in a position where he will be continuously the uh, Alan Shearer or Trevor booking that's the interim manager yeah, when right, things right. get too uh, too bad. It is a very dangerous position to put yourself in uh, because the replacement is never seen as the boss themselves. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, so we've done West Brom, uh, we've done uh, Watford. Good to see De Gea back, I, I must say, and uh, performing at the top of his game as uh, we have come to expect. For that goal against West Brom, any of us putting any blame on Smalling? Well, Smalling didn't cover the near post, but, you know, you stop the cross. Get out there and stop the cross, first of all. Smalling came out too far to address, I think it was the, I can't remember which midfielder it was, might have been Darren Fletcher, came out to press the ball and really need to stay where he was. And both Blind and the left-back then let Rondon have too much room. Yeah, Blind, Blind, Blind looks nothing. absolutely knackered. If there's anyone that needs a break, yeah. I mean, he's played every bloody game this year, I think, so he looks in trouble more than all the, or any of the others. So his tracking wasn't particularly good. And Matter, well. what have we got to say about him before we... We move on. Well, he's a nice never boy, been, isn't never, he? Never, never. You know, I just find him too nice, full stop. He's always... He just got sent off. That's not I, what no, you say about players like, getting sent off, no, man. But he got sent off for two really nice things. You know, stupidly nice things. If you're going to get sent off... I remember the Roy Keane, Alan Shearer, James James's Park, and I was listening to Paddy Creran's commentary, and you could feel it coming. You were like, go on, Roy, just lamp him. If you're going to do it, do it properly. And, and that's the thing about getting sent off. There was a lot of it this weekend of two rubbish bookings getting sent off. If you're going to get sent off two foot someone I think Matter frustrates me because he's just too nice in his blogs and his pictures oh yes we will do well we will play this we will play that I want to see a bit more which is great when he scored the goal on Wednesday night and got us out of a hole but that means nothing who's the edgiest player at Manchester United gentlemen <laughs> Who, who, who is the Roy Keane, Paul, oh in Robson? Not, not playing, I mean, but you knew any, any, Pallister, any, any one of those. God, uh, ever Sch- right now? Schmeichel? No, 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 we'll do ever another day. Okay. I want to know, do we have, and I'm struggling to uh, do it as I'm talking. I can't, I'm trying I'm to think it out, right? Robert, I'm going to you it's first. A very, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very unfashionable thing to say, Presley. The, the player with the most edge and he's a shadow of his former self is still Rooney. He's the one who can snap. He's the one who can see the way he gets, he falls or he gets knocked way. out by invisible punches. Not Fellaini. Uh, yeah, well, probably <laughs> maybe Fellaini. Fellaini. Maybe we're reduced to that. I think Rojo can put his foot in the Argentinian, mm. but uh, I just don't, you know. We, that's the day, that game's gone now. I'd go it? Fellaini. I'd go Fellaini just because it might be difficult to hit. He's a big being so tall. I, I walked into, I went to White Hart Lane one and I went in the wrong door. I got his school. I started walking up through the tunnel and I said, he's a big boy, you know. Yeah. Fellaini, he's a very, very tall boy. You know what? I don't know why 
we didn't stick him on at the end. That game the other we were talking about, yeah, the West cr- Brom game. He's crying why, out for why bring he on a fullback Yeah, but he should have been playing from the beginning. Yeah, why bring on a fullback for a fullback? Stick him on and then start throwing the balls in there at the end. If you're going to do have that, then play the other go. But it's sad, isn't it? We have to say, lump it long. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah, but you can only use what you've got. No, but why have we got no, him? No, yeah, but hold on. Yeah, he, he, this manager didn't buy him. Yeah, this, he was bought by Moyes and Moyes knew him because he did a job for him at Everton. And when I've seen him play, you know, I, I saw him when I was at the library and he was playing for Everton. He really messed up their game. I mean, he just gets in there, falls over people, pushes. And if that's what you want, because we need somebody to do that and we haven't. That's why I asked you about who's I, the guy. I think, it, I think he's right. I think the last 10 minutes and the situation that game was when they were physically knackered anyway yeah okay Lay the ball you got to lump, lump it yeah. get, not get the second ball but the thing is we don't win second balls I mean we don't compete there's no physicality mm. in that team no. no we didn't go out there to win it no. okay so we've, we've done the last two weeks and it's as depressing as it's been for Dross. most of the podcast let's go to our I would suggest gentlemen fiercest arrivals and yes we have been reduced to playing in the Europa mm. Cup Tottenham fans are teasing me I hope they stay in there for fourth place we'll see what happens to them soft underbelly I would suggest Robert Meakin call it for me because uh, they've got a diver in their team haven't they yeah, and talking about soft underbellies, I think these are two teams with soft underbellies. And I think it's an absolute 50-50, this one, because they, they can both be utterly hopeless and spineless on their day presently. You'd think because it's Liverpool Manchester United, both will raise their games, but uh, I, I think it's very, very tight, this United now. Liverpool will be utterly desperate under I wish the first game was at Old Trafford. I, I, I really do. I wish it was the other way around. Uh, uh, and I almost, I almost trust Klopp a bit more in terms of the decisions and that's heightened sort of game over two legs. Who's going to make the more inspired decisions if it's really close? My money would be on Klopp over Van Gaal to be brutally honest. Well, I, I don't fancy us at all on Thursday night. Liverpool under lights is a tricky yeah, proposition. Place, and also, place. they're going to get great confidence after that Bente a penalty in a last minute yeah. winner from it, and they didn't play Coutinho, they didn't play Sturridge because he had one eye on Thursday night. Klopp knows this game's a real marker for him, and uh, you know, they beat City last week 3 0 under lights. I yeah. don't fancy us whatsoever on Thursday. What score, David? What score takes Manchester United out of the game? I think, um. I think they they probably could win two two three nil if we're yeah, unlucky. I think, I think two nil we could we could we could still say we're in the game. Three nil we're, yeah, yeah, we're wow. in a problem, aren't we? Yeah, I think yeah. the problem the, the the issue is if if you know they're as bad as United. They're, 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 we're in the positions in the league because of both mediocre. If Liverpool turn up like they can do on the odd occasion, like they did against City, like they did, uh, you know a couple of months ago as well when they come high pressing against us we're going to be in trouble um, so I would be surprised you know I'm not going to come and say we're going to get beaten but if we if we get a draw out of this game well, I think we've had who have result. we got to come back Robert? who have we got to, well there's, there's, there's some cautious talk we, even even the, the famous Phil Jones oh, <laughs> being God, close Duncan to Edwards returns. So there we are. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can always put a smile on my face. <laughs> I, I mean, look, you, you do. Uh, one one part of me says we played better. And than Donald the kids, Love, I should have Love as well. Donny Love, beautiful. It's a, but Anfield under lights, Anfield at any circumstances is the ultimate test for any Manchester yeah, United yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, and to throw yeah. five or six kids into that game, no. I mean, it wouldn't put it past me that he does it because he gets a good excuse out of it. But 
um, I fear for us. I mean, it's, it's just all wrong. I don't know if you all read about the uh, Wall of White. So oh, any yeah. uh, any of the away the fans shirts. getting away. I mean, if that just shows how out of touch the leadership of the club is, because that away followings they don't wear the colours. They wear their own outfits. They sing regardless. They chant all the way through. Yeah. It's just symptomatic of how hmm. wrong and how they've misinterpreted the relationship with the fans. And so you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long long. Thursday night I think yeah, I'm with yeah. you yeah I mean I, I want to disagree just for the sake of making it I'd like you to yeah, for, for the sake of making an interesting podcast but I can't because you know he'll say oh I've every game I've played against Liverpool I've won since I've been in the country but this is different this is different this actually means something this time I think he, and he, this is one I think it could be his last chance really last well, chance to learn here's a bit of hope listen an away goal. That's, if we go, if we get beat three one, an away goal, you're still in the game. That's it. The yeah. thing is, you've yeah, got to, what time. we've learned over the years is if you don't score an away goal, you, you, you are yeah. screwed. Yeah. So is we've got to look like though we're going to get that away goal, and we're going to have some intent when we get into that final third and a little bit of freedom to get that away goal. Because the one thing you do know about Liverpool is that they can concede. You know, I think that mm-hmm. you need you need to go through the first twenty minutes without conceding you've a goal. Be positive. And if Sturridge is playing, I mean, he is lethal. He's the best well, uh, striker. Win, or, win the or, toss and turn them around so they're kicking down the cop first half not yes, second yep. that's the first thing I'd do yeah well look, let, let's go because you say you know if we get out of the, if we're out of this then Champions League's uh, out, but it's still a chance I mean way back you know before Adam was a boy my prediction was if he wins something like the FA Cup even if we come 6th or 7th it gives him a way out with some pride still saying I win something and, yeah. and, and everybody is happy we play West Ham in the next round they Robert Meakin are ahead of us in the Premiership again I mean that right now I th- that, that's a very hard one to call isn't it West Ham United looking a better place than we are as a team just the way they play big Tottenham beat ba- Everton but yeah more balanced confident looking side they really fancy the West Ham fans I suppose really fancy that they, they could turn United over Old Trafford and you can see why because United obviously very beatable I think, I think again very, we are better though let, let, let's just if you look at you know Chris has given our points tally away from home the, the reason that we're anywhere we are that you know is because we have a very very good home record so let, let's not take that away I mean it, no, if you are, it's yeah. not like Anfield if you're a better man than I used to be then you've got to say we have a bet we, we are probably going to be favourites to win that match against West Ham even with the form the yeah, way it is I think the the, the positive is that we've got a home tie if we were there I think we'd get battered but they'd beat us at their place so I think that's the only positive is a home tie but it, it depends what team turns up how what you know what he wants to do because I can't imagine him sending out a Cavalier team against Liverpool or against West Ham and they're well, definitely he won't play the same team twice will he well also West Ham have got a free week we're going to come off of a very physically, mentally intense game it's on Thursday night tough. with very little time to recover with pretty much the same 15, 16 players that are going to be across both squads. Now, they've turned us over in the FA Cup um, before, didn't they, with De Canio and yeah, Bartes, Bartes played yes, offside. And there's a little bit of um, FA Cup payback. And we've got a good history against West Ham in the FA Cup. I remember, I think Norman Whiteside got a hat-trick there years ago against them in the sixth round, I think in 85 when we won it. Um Listen, it's going to be West Ham are the form side in the Premier League right now. Mm-hmm. They've got goals coming from all over the pitch, and they've got a very stable back five. I'm, I'm, my glass is half empty, Eddie. Again, yeah, I can't yeah, find I mean, much yeah. help in that lots, one. Lots of calls for. It. Is it Noble? Uh, I mean, how good has he been, and how important will it be to uh, get him out of the game, Bob? Do you think? 
Well, he's. A, I've always. I've always been a fan of his. Actually, I mean, he's, I mean, there's been a debate inevitably recently about why he's never been picked for the the England squad. You've got to say, if he if he had been playing for Arsenal, Manchester United, or Chelsea, he'd probably be in the England squad long ago. Uh, he's a he's, he's a fine, combative, you know, clever player. So yeah, particularly, uh, it's definitely a night to be playing Schneidling, surely. Uh, absolutely. You know, you've absolutely. got to. Be, you can't be messing around having Carrick and Herrera. You can't tackle for well, Adam. You're going to have to, have, you know. Well, Schneidlin has to get around Pyatt. I mean, Pyatt is a Manchester United yeah. footballer. Why? Yeah. Why would we? Why was no one else in for Pyatt? Where's he come from? He has got all the qualities of a Manchester United footballer for me. Yeah, yeah but I thought that about Dembele at, at um, Tottenham. I thought we would have gone in for, for him when. when well, you've been had, proved right. You've yeah, been proved it's because right. because yeah. all Ed Woodward does is keep going after Neymar and people that are just ridiculously out of our league. Oh, oh Ronaldo's handed in a transfer request. Oh, Eddie's on the plane. Do you you know what I mean? It's um, like stop, get, just start looking out the outside the box and get some players like we used to always do. We never used to buy fifteen million pound players. Let's be honest, we used to get them. Then we used to get lose them for fifteen, sixty, ninety million afterwards. <laughs> but you know that's what we want to get players like that. Well, there was a rumor that Edward would had asked Rihanna out. I think as well. He's all, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, and a Kardashian. Make your predictions, gentlemen. Liverpool, first of all, Dave. Let's go. Um, it's uh, if we if we get a draw, I'll be I'll, I'll be happy with that. Not um, what you want. It's well, obviously think? never what I want is is, is us to lose. Um, but I'll say um, I'll say two two. I don't know where the goal is. The hope from, that kills you. <laughs> it is. Look at you. You're a silly man. One one. Let's, let's don't go. let me say it again. I'll just say does, it. just doesn't want to say Man United are going to lose. I'm going to go. We'll get the away goal, but we'll get beat two yeah. one. Yeah, that's where I am. Two one three one. What about you, Rob? I see. Yeah, I see us nicking an away goal because of the Liverpool defence, but them to beat us. So I think to beat without being overly negative, I'd take a two-one yeah. to get them back to Old Trafford and hopefully yeah. edge it I there. I do think though we could get smashed. Though. No, I well, one, really of, one of the goalkeepers when they looked well. about uh, unforced errors, and you know that their, their goalkeeper is a real liability. I mean, he makes some fantastic yeah, yeah. saves as well, Mignolet, uh, but he is a liability in terms of the number of unforced errors. I, I think I think you know set pieces are going to be key, especially if Fellaini plays and get whip the ball within swingers get around the keeper and I, I'm going to go Rojo Rojo's going to get the away goal oh there, you go. there you go West Ham now uh, Robert are you, you're going for the 2-1 as well sorry I, I thought uh, I yeah, I'm going for the t- uh, yeah yeah I'm, go- I'm going for United to edge let's start with the you then the West, the West Ham game I think it's I, I'll be optimistic and say actually that's the game actually where they, where they turn into the other team we occasionally see that actually plays well and I'm going to go for an exciting 3-2 win <sighs> Oh, don't miss that one on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a corker. That is a cracker. Yeah, Yeah, I'll be unconscious drunk probably, but yeah. (laughs) I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to go back to their gaff and they'll beat us on the the second... Well, you told me I was Dave, being too optimistic before, so now I'm just saying you're the other so way. so sad, then. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I just want to win something. This is also a good time to get any other. I feel bad like news an Arsenal supporter life. right now. Know, good day for bad news. What, yeah. what else do you want to get out? Is everything all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Give you a, I'll give you a cuddle Thank before you. we leave yeah. here, Chris. Uh, I actually, I agree with you. I think there'll be. I think we'll get. It'll go back to West Ham, but we'll win the replay. <laughs> I think we'll beat them. I just, I just think we've got the sign over them. They're the kind of side who, who, who will, we will galvanise the, the, the crowd at Old Trafford. The Theatre of Dreams will be magnificent, particularly if we've got within one goal. 
and at I, Liverpool. And I've heard Howard Webb might come out of retirement for us. <laughs> we need that some, would be great. We need some help. <laughs> we need some help, don't we? Dave, thank you. You've pleasure. Got pleasure to be back. I'm just hoping that Van Hal falls over again at the ground, but this time he hurts his head and he can't come back for the rest of the season. Yeah, you don't like that man, do you? Do you want Mourinho, by the way? I don't think... I, I, I don't know. That's the thing. Who, I don't who, who's the manager, then? Who's the manager that you want? Let's, let's, let, you know, let's take um, it to... Neil Warnock. No, um... <laughs> I would, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting Mark Hughes. I, I think, you know, why not? He can't do any worse than anyone else. I think Giggsy can't be the manager yet. He can't. He needs to go and be a manager team. Yeah. The problem is he's assistant manager, right? And he he's got a decision to make. I think he knows it. His advisors know it. And unless they go, take it and have this person, you know, where's the Portuguese? So bring him back and let him help you, right? Exactly. Hey, remember the one that... Uh, Carlos Queiroz or get Mike Feeling back. Yeah, or get, Moolestein. Yeah, get get like someone to sit down there and work it out with him. This is the team. Unless they do that this year, Rob, I reckon you lose him and he disappears somewhere uh, to see how it goes. Uh, gentlemen, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Uh, David, thank you. A pleasure. Uh, uh, Robert, thank you. Thank you. Exciting times ahead. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll all be here next week. There are times ahead. That is yeah, true. Yes. Yes, these are very interesting. That's another that's, Thursday that's nights. interpretation of crisis, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, until uh, next week, it's just left for me to say, come on, you Ritz. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.